can you uh, drop what you're doing and come on down? They go on a boat to try to escape the crowds and just get some time. Jesus just wants some time to have with his disciples and people see the boat and they're following it on the shore. So by the time they arrive, the people are there. And just before that, they, you know, this is the, we, we cut out of the reading, but this is one of the, the readings of the feeding of the 5,000. And before Jesus feeds them, he teaches them. Because we are not just hungry in body. We are hungry in spirit. We are hungry in soul. And we need to understand the things that we need to know to get where we're going safely and to avoid the things we need to avoid. And then people were bringing people to Jesus and they, all they wanted to do was just to touch him. If only they could just touch the hem of his robe, they knew all would be well. And he reached out and he touched many and many were healed. The question that I have for us today is who do we touch? Who do we reach out to to lend a healing hand, to give a hug to, to say it's going to be all right? I, I, love, I love the hand on the shoulder. I love, there's so many couples I've seen in the church where there's, there's a hand draped around or there's a, there's, there's a hand being held. There's a look, and sometimes a look can be a hug, where you just look in the eyes and you say, I love you and I wish you well. Who do we reach out and touch? And who do we look for to touch us? I have a cat who doesn't know he's a cat. Cats, uh, I've had cats in the past, and, and past cats have done this. You had the audacity to leave me. You will be punished. I'm going to ignore you. I am going to stick my bottom in your face. And I'm going to, going to make you pay for the time that you took away from me. I have been logging the hours. And we'll make that up later. But in the meantime, there is a little, uh, uh, you know, you're going to know that of my displeasure. This cat, Gandalf, uh, we named him Gandalf the Grey but we just call him Gandalf. This cat, the minute we're home, he just jumps in your lap. And he just wants to be loved. And so you pet the cat, and the minute you're trying to, on your phone or on your, or on your tablet or the newspaper or a book or anything, he does what cats do, and he jumps on, because obviously he is more important than anything else you could possibly be doing, and how do you not understand this? But there is no sense of punishment from Gandalf. Gandalf just says, okay, we're just going to, I, I have in fact clocked the time you've missed, and now we're making it up now. And he jumps on the lap, and you pet him, and after about like five minutes, it's like, okay, this is your time to, to leave. And so I start petting him really aggressively, because he's getting really comfortable, and I think, okay, now he's going to get mad that I'm petting him nice, more vigorously, and he'll go and sleep on the bed. And he just purrs louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. We need to be touched. We need to be 
love. People saw Jesus not as somebody who could just feed their bellies, but they saw in Jesus somebody who understood where things were, where things were going, and they wanted to be part of it, and they knew if they just touched him somehow, even the hem of his garment, if they touched him somehow, their lives were going to be different, and the understanding of that and the hope of that was their prayer. And by doing it, it made it so. My life is going to be different if I reach out in love and look for help from a source that's a little higher, from a source of love, from a condition of spirit. The flags are up today because we had an event here last night. Kempa Dorje, as many of you know, brought the monks to Laguna Beach. Five years ago? Six years ago? I think it's been six years now. And Tempa was born, or he was raised on in this kind of, uh, there's an orphanage there and a monk there, and, 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 and he had this relationship with uh, Rinpoche, which is a spiritual teacher, and he made him a promise that he would support the village and the monks. And he came and he brought the monks here and we had a thousand people come in this sanctuary. We had probably 600 of those people would not have stepped in this church if it wasn't for something outside of Christianity. I'm sorry to say that that's the way it is. But they came here and they were like, why are you doing this? Don't you know you're supposed to be saying, no, 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 it's all about us. And they couldn't figure out why we would say God is love, spirit touches and heals, and this is a place where people can come and be touched and healed. And people came and were touched and were healed. And we made a promise to Tempa that we would support the village. And we did a fundraiser and raised a lot of money for the lights, the sharing lights, it's here on the wall. And now there's so many people from the community that the community has helped Tampa form a, you know, I can't say it, Nyingje, Ningje, don't ask me to spell it, which means compassion. And we had a fundraiser here to help support a group of monks who their very purpose is to be spiritual beings. Their very purpose is to have people look at them and say, oh, there is something more in this world. There is something more to aspire to. There is something more that I can be. And we support that. And the community came here and supported that and are so grateful that a church would do this. There is an artist in this community who I won't name, who's Jewish, and he came to Mary and I, and he said, you know, I really want to do a, a Christian, Jewish, Muslim group for kids to get past what their problems are. Because if we're going to get these kids to do something together and work together, you've got to get them when they're 10, 11, 12. Once they hit adolescence, it's too late. You've lost them. And he said, 
I can come to your church and I know you'll do it. Because I don't know if I can go to my synagogue and they'll be interested. And I don't know if, if the other group will be interested either. He was afraid to go to his rabbi, but not to our church. Because of who we are. As a church, we say we believe in the power of touch. We believe in the power of connection. Who do we touch? It's a simple thing to pick someone up, bring them to church. How much did that mean to you? Everything. It's the simple things in life, the simple touches that make so much difference. People looked at Jesus and they saw somebody they wanted to touch. They knew that touching Jesus would give them the strength they needed to change. And that strength isn't magic. This is not Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I'm rereading the series right now. I don't want you to misconstrue what I'm saying. But in the Gospel of Mark particularly, Jesus can do no miracles without the belief of those who come to him. Not so in John. John, Jesus has just said this and it happens. That's John's Jesus. Mark's Jesus, Mark, Mark has Jesus go to his hometown and people say, who the heck do you think you are? I, I saw you when you were just knee-high to a grapefruit. And Jesus could do almost nothing in his hometown because they didn't believe that somebody that came from their hometown could do anything. What do we believe about the people we touch? Do we see in your community, in your group, when you are together and you're strengthening one another, do you see the image of God in yourselves and in your, in your friends? I know you do. And I bless you for that. And your belief in knowing that God is inside your friends and your friends can help you means you're going to lean on your friend and you're going to offer your friend help. And together you're going to go where you need to go and that's Jesus in us. That's reaching to Jesus unless you've got a secret door somewhere that I don't know how to get to. We touch Jesus by touching one another. We touch the holy by reaching out and connecting to one another. We sit in a sanctuary filled with people who knew how to reach out and touch and bless us with beauty and with spirit and with a sanctuary and a future. We are a people that could learn from my cat. Jump on the lap, Start purring and enjoy the petting. Let us take a moment to just reach out to someone sitting next to you and just offer a touch. Shall we do that?
There's an Indigo Girls song that I love, and one of the lines is, the, the hardest things in life are the least complicated. The hardest things in life are the least complicated. We look to Jesus for teaching. We look to Jesus for nourishment. We look to Jesus for healing. And we find that healing through each other. Because Jesus acts through us. The Holy Spirit resides within us. God is in our very being. This is such good news. Let us live as if we believe it. For in believing, it has power. Amen. If you would like...